Coming up on the Outside of Sunday podcast, we are diving back into our chat with Bethany Enor, who is sharing her testimony of living a life as a sneaky sinner, then being radically transformed by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Check it out in this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Outside of Sunday podcast. Is your faith stuck on Sunday? Christianity was never meant to be constrained to a weekly church service. I'm Krista, and I'm here to help and encourage you to live your faith outside of Sunday. Okay, switching gears now for a little bit, because I'd love to hear about your testimony, Mm. just for me, and also (laughs) for anyone listening. Mm. Um, So can you tell us what... What was happening in your life when you first kind of met Jesus? Mm. So, yeah, like I said, I was raised in a Christian home. So I kind of had a moral understanding of what God um, says is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I <laughs> I was a bit of like a sneaky sinner, <laughs> like a naughty little <laughs> secret sinner. And um, I went to a school in Tauranga while I lived in Rotorua. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of... Um, had meant that I had this sort of double life going on. Ah. I was like, you know, the like at home, like behaving for my parents kind of life. And then at school, I just had like the worst friends that I could possibly have at school. Um, So it wasn't good. Um, And that was kind of going on for a while. I started questioning some things that I was like learning at church. And I've always been quite an inquisitive child my poor parents have had to put up with me just like asking really intense questions (laughs) since I was like eight um and not having like answers for them just being like what do we do with this child um so yeah just started questioning things and being confused and like just maybe seeing some inconsistencies and Mm. um that I had I did have like friends from a Christian camp that I would volunteer at here in Rotorua um and they were like my Christian friends. So mm-hmm. hang out with them on the weekend. Then at school, I was hanging out with these naughty, re- rebellious children, <laughs> kids. Um, and yeah, there was just sort of this moment when me and like a group of my friends from this camp were hanging out. And he was just sharing about how he had heard this sermon. This is Philip Brown, who oh, yes, shout out to yes. Philip. Um, <laughs> he had heard the sermon and it had just like, totally transformed his life and it was like a few weeks ago and he was saying all this stuff and while he was talking I was like man like I just said to him I was like man I don't like you saying this now I don't actually know if I'm a Christian like Mm. and he's like Matt okay we're gonna go home like we're gonna go to your house right now Mm -hmm. and we're gonna listen to the sermon Mm -hmm. and so we like boosted back to my house and checked on the sermon and it was the first time that I'd heard the gospel like so just like really well articulated and mm-hmm. really clearly presented mm-hmm. I had heard like you've fallen short of like God's glory and yes. I was like okay yeah I'm a sinner and I've heard like Jesus died for your sins um which was like okay that's cool like but I just didn't understand why a Jewish man thousands of years ago dying mm. on a cross meant anything to me yeah um but the way that he articulated it in the sermon was like, you are like guilty in front of a holy God. And the penalty for that is like God's wrath is going to be poured out on you mm-hmm. unless you cling to Jesus because Jesus is the one that like he received that wrath for you so that you mm-hmm. don't have to receive it. And mm. that to me was just like absolutely mind blowing, even though I was raised in the church, like, 
Mm-hmm. That for me was like, oh my goodness. And I just remember sitting there trying not to cry in front of this like Aww. guy friend who was yeah. like a few years older than me and very uh. like, I thought he was super cool. So I was like, <laughs> don't cry, don't cry. And then he like left mm-hmm. and I just like went into my room, fell on my knees and I was like, God, like I'm a sinner. I need mm-hmm. you. Like I need your grace and I'm, I'm stuffed without you. Like Absolutely. I know that I am. I'm, gosh, I'm going to cry. Ugh, I know that I'm guilty and mm-hmm. I need I need your grace and like, will you save me? And yeah, it was just like, basically that I'm sure that that was the moment that God, yeah. Truly saved. Plucked me out of death and truly saved me. And yeah, yeah, praise him for that. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it? um, It's so um, strange to me how, um, and I don't, I'm not trying to be like mean to anyone or anything like that, but how, separated the church can be from mm. the gospel yeah i'm like the gospel is so simple yeah but i didn't also i also didn't understand it for such a long time mm. and i'm like how did i not understand it like mm. i was raised with beautiful again christian parents who like yeah. you know served me in the best that they could yeah and you know growing up in the church i'm just like man we just need to get back to the simplicity yeah. and the beauty of the gospel because yeah. that is what has i mean that's the true power of the holy spirit mm-hmm. is us turning from death to life mm-hmm. becoming that new creation mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah yeah so i'm 100 percent with you yeah. on that and i feel like we had a similar kind of experience yeah totally how has your life changed since that kind of moment where you just I'm all in for Jesus and thank you God for saving me yeah yeah so it was quite dramatic Uh I um I just remember so clearly like going back to school because this was on the weekend going back to Mm -hmm. school that week hanging out with my friends and just being like all of their stuff, like all of their jokes, mm. their crude jokes, like just made me feel sick. Wow. Like all of a sudden I was just like, it just felt gross. And mm. I was like, God does not like this. Mm. And I sort of like tried to stick it out and be a good influence for a while. And then I was just like, no, nah, like I got to like dip out of this friend group. Mm. And it was a very awkward, so hard. awkward. Yeah. I was 14. So it was like quite oh, young. Wow. That is quite young. And yeah. like, I was a very much a loner for about a year after mm-hmm. that, which is fine. I, I went to the library and got really good at school. <laughs> like, <laughs> so kind of grateful for that. Yep. Like learned how to study and learn how to um, do well and work hard. So that was quite good. But yeah, it was challenging as a 14 year old um, for sure. And like, I just remember the summer cause that was sort of like, start of summer when the school year was ending Mm. and then that summer I just like spent so much time reading the bible like it was bizarre like and I just remember being like I just can't get enough of this Mm -hmm. book like Mm -hmm. this is so good and my sister Laura was like why are you reading the bible all the time like that's like she's just like do you want to hang out and I'm like I'm good like I just want to sit in my room and read the bible and she did not get it at the time Mm -hmm. now she gets it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah like it was just bizarre, like, what kind of 14-year-old wants to spend their summer just, like, reading the Bible? Um, but, yeah, very, like, encouraged thinking about that because I'm like, man, obviously the Holy Spirit was working because, yeah, it's just such a bizarre thing mm-hmm. for a kid to do. And mm-hmm. that's totally like a work of God, eh? Like, mm, because, absolutely. like you say, that's not something a normal 14-year-old would no. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was evidence of, like, transformation, which, mm-hmm. yeah, is so cool so, it's like so cool. fruit like mm. I used to look at 
fruit of mm. salvation is something totally different. Like mm. I'd be like, oh, someone's serving in church, someone's preaching in church. Oh, that's the fruit. Mm. But really it's like the fruit of the spirit is the fruit of the spirit like patience you know kindness goodness all of these things working out in you Mm -hmm. and obviously a love for the word of god is another massive fruit yeah and i think the other thing too i mean there's probably tons that we could go into there but like pointing others Mm. to christ you know and i feel like that's another beautiful fruit that you have Mm. of how your music you know you've chosen Mm. i mean you could just sing about anything Mm. but you choose instead to point others to Christ through yeah the talent that he gave you yeah that's awesome mm. um since we are called the outside of Sunday podcast mm-hmm. I would really love if you could just share with the listeners some of the ways that you kind of live your faith <clears throat> outside of Sunday between you know Sunday services mm. what are the ways that you are kind of sustaining your faith yeah so um my husband and I try to read the bible together every um, evening or mm. night. Um, we have not done very well this week because it's been absolutely hectic. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But um, we do try and do that. And then also I do like a morning devotional. Um, mm-hmm. I have this awesome, awesome, awesome devotional book called New Morning Mercies. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. It's no. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by a guy called um, Paul David Tripp. Yes, yes, he is amazing. He's amazing. I have one of his books yes. and I'm like very slowly reading it because he's so like brainy. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. guy is way no, too I smart for me, but I love it. Yeah, I highly recommend. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it's very simple. So it's not as like in depth as like some of his books. And it's just like a daily devotional, super simple to read mm. through. And it's just very like gospel centered. It's awesome. how to bring like the gospel into your everyday life mm-hmm. and then it's got like a little um like you can do further study in these chapters of the bible after cool. reading through that so it can be as like smaller as big as you want it to be mm-hmm. some days i just re- read through that and i'm done and mm-hmm. then some days i like read through that do some journaling and then read mm-hmm. the chapters and do more journaling and it can be like an hour like yeah. <laughs> full-on thing but yeah just like that has been a real blessing to me mm-hmm. um and then yeah so <sighs> getting in the word um prayer like the fact that we have access to god any time of the day amazing amazing thousands of years people were waiting for the opportunity to have open access i know the veil has been torn like we i say that to my kids sometimes mm. when they like pray um at dinner time yeah and sometimes they rush through they're like thank you jesus for this food blessed to our bodies in jesus name i mean i'm like just pause for a minute do you realize who you're talking to totally these are not just words you have access right now and he's listening to you you know, it's, it's outrageous. Amazing. Like, yeah, access to the creator of the universe. Absolutely crazy. Crazy. So yeah. crazy. Yeah. So um, utilize that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great. Make the most. Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's amazing. And I just pray like it doesn't have to be elaborate. Like, no. In no. fact, God, like there's like a um, a chunk of is it, oh, it's in Matthew somewhere where mm-hmm. he's talking to the Pharisees. Like, don't be like the Pharisees. Like heaping up lots of words to sound super spiritual like you don't want to do that it's it can just be so simple and sometimes it's like my prayers are just god help me (laughs) like help me as i come into the situation yeah god help me Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. i'm frustrated god help me yeah 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 Mm. And being sincere in that too. Totally. Yeah. Don't just those aren't just words no. again. It's like a sincere plea, like, God yeah. help me. I'm yeah. Definitely. I need you. Need you. Yes. So much. Yes. yes absolutely. Um, yeah. And then also we're kind of circling back to music. Yes. But yeah, like I think checking on some worship music, mm-hmm. super like for me it's such a helpful tool. Yes. Yep. Yes, I definitely identify with that. Um I'm trying and I've 
recently got lagged behind, but I'm trying to like spend some time on my piano. I mean, I have super basic piano. That's all you need. That's all you need. But I just love Mm. using my, you know, limited piano skills and just my own voice just to like worship to the Lord. Like I try, I've been trying to do that every day, but it's not always been Mm. able to happen. Mm. But I think as well, like the most important thing, eh? getting into the word Mm. and like making sure that's where we're centered, Mm. you know, because you could worship Mm -hmm. and never read the word Mm -hmm. and get easily off track. You could pray and not read the word. And then before you know it, you know, it's a narrow path and the word is the light to our path. That's going to keep us on that. Preach. So (laughs) good. Yeah. 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 And I think like, I think kind of touching on what I was saying earlier about like some songs being unhelpful. Mm. It's almost as if like someone who believes in the new age could sing the exact same song with all their heart. And Mm. I'm like, okay, if we're like on totally different like um, fields and we can like say the same things, there might be something wrong there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, I just, I want, I want biblical, biblical truth. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and there is something about singing like there's just something about singing that is it connects like my brother says it connects your heart and your head Mm. together Mm. and so yeah you want the head part to be true and then for that to go down to your heart and for you to be like yeah Mm -hmm. expressing praise to Mm -hmm. God yeah and it doesn't have to sound beautiful guys if you are tone deaf you can mm-hmm. still glorify the yeah. Lord. It says make a joyful noise to the Lord. Absolutely. It doesn't say make a beautiful noise. Make an amazing joyful noise. Yeah, a joyful noise. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Beth. I feel like that rounds out our chat really, really well. Um, bless you. I'm so excited for Captivate Music and where that is going. Aww. Thank you, honestly, for serving us mm. by putting together this album and for mm. putting these songs out. I know it's like a hard thing to put yourself out there in any kind of mm-hmm. aspect. So, Thank you for serving us mm. and for serving the church mm. and for serving the Lord in that. So, mm. all right. And thank you so much, Krista. <laughs> no Such a blessing. All right. That is the conclusion of our chat with Bethany Enor. I've put links in the description to the sermon Bethany mentions as being so powerful to her conversion. So if you want to check it out, please take a look. I've also popped a link in there for you to check out the album Grace Upon Grace. So if you haven't listened to that yet, why haven't you? (laughs) Go do it right now. Listen to it. And yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. I'll catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end of this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Thanks for the support. Become an official outsider by liking and subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search Outside of Sunday podcast. And don't forget to let someone you know know about this podcast.